Fongo alafia ashe ashe. 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 To the north, Fongo alafia ashe ashe. To the south, Fongo alafia ashe ashe. To the east, Fongo alafia ashe ashe. To the west, Fongo alafia ashe ashe. Fongo alafia ashe ashe. Fongo alafia ashe ashe. Give me the word God alphabet. The word alphabet is one word in English, but there are two words. One is in Greek and one is in Aramaic and Hebrew. Alpha is only Greek. The first letter of the Greek alphabet, alpha. And we refer to you as alpha because you are the beginning. And omega is Z, meaning the end. But if it was a Greek word, it would be alpha, beta. I mean, alpha, omega in one word. But it's alphabet. And bet is not Greek because beta is. And it's not alpha, beta. It's alphabet. That's not Greek. Bet means two in the Hebrew alphabet. It's amazing how one word is broken up in three different languages. Greek, Aramaic, and Hebrew. But bet is only translated in Aramaic and Hebrew and not Greek. But only Alpha is Greek and not Aramaic and Hebrew. In Judaism, bet means in, at, mouth, or with. Bet is the first letter of the Torah. Bet is number two in Gematria. It means two in Gematria. It is also said to symbolize that there are two parts to the Torah. But it's pronounced Torah. But Jews pronounce it Torah. Some say Torah, some say Torah. But the meaning is still the same. 
Two parts to the Torah, the written and the oral. That's what bat means. In Judaism, it's not Hebrew alphabet. In Hebrew, it's Aleph Bet. Aleph. And that represents oneness of God. But what's so amazing is that Alpha only means letter A, the beginning letter. But in Hebrew, I live, the beginning letter A has a meaning to it, the oneness of God. So it states that every letter due to every name given in Hebrew has a meaning to it. And that is our native land, Israel. And you know it's so amazing how you say Mikael, Israel, Raphael, Mikael, Gabriel. But the thing about it is, Gabriel is pronounced Gabriel as we say in English because of the I E L. But to you, that I. It's still as if it's A-E-L. And if you look at the word Israel carefully, as you as you say I-L, but change the A and the E, and it's going to say Israel. 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 And to you, it still could be Israel with A-E-L. Gabriel, the I and the E and the L. Raphael, but his A-E-L, and you still pronounce the A as if it's an I, but it's still spelled that way, but it said I am. Just like Israel. But change the A and the E. It's real. It's real. Names have a meaning to them. No one is just named. And even if a person just gives someone a name without hearing a name according to their assignment, you change the name by giving them their birth name. I forgot what language is it. So long ago, I looked up Quenisha and you showed me immediately. It means fisher of men. If I'm not mistaken, was it Dutch? I don't remember. Does it matter? You call me by that name, but that's not the name given to me from you. Hebrew is the only language to be known to have the alphabets that has meaning to them.
Each letter has a meaning. But in other alphabets, each letter is just a letter that makes words to have a meaning. I noticed that Aramaic and Hebrew goes hand in hand with the languages. And that's why a lot of translations historically are different due to their revelation, all because of the languages. A can be Aramaic for letter W, but it's A in the beginning, the first letter in English. Beta is the second letter in Greek, but beta can be a language, you know, meaning another letter in another language, a different alphabet, which gives a different meaning, especially to the pronunciation of a word. And that's what caused the different languages to appear. Because of formality of the words, the letters. It's so amazing when you look at different races. And I'm not talking about culture, I'm talking about races. Black, Asian, Spanish, not even going to say Russian, because the, the nationality still can have blue eyes and blonde hair. That's European. And everything is mixed up. It's like you have a dominant race and then you have a recessive race. It seems like Spanish Spanish race is a mixture of the African American and European race mixed together. And it seems like the Asian race is Alaskan, which is Russian mixed with European. But the African is the most dominant because of the melon, because of the color. There's no other race other than black, black. And Alaskans look a lot like Europeans with Caucasians, Europeans. But there are no two races that can make a black race because the color black, it speaks for itself. But black dispense to every other, gives each other their nationality far as in looking, the looking on the outside, the skin tone, the features. It's like Italian is United Kingdom mixed with Caucasian. <laughs> you mix them all up to get different features 
from each race. But there is no specific race that could come up with being black. It's the most dominant one. It's the most dominant one. You can never come up with two colors to get black. Fives in race. I think that's amazing. Because you have me to notice that. When you look at the race Spanish, it looks like African-American mixed with Caucasian. The race itself looks like those two are mixed into one ethnic group. And Asians look like Alaskans mixed with Caucasians. It's like you took each group of people and mixed it in DNA. That's what it looks like. But it was no mixture that had the black community. They have the black, not the culture, excuse me, the features. Thank you, Father. Yeah. It's starting to be like you're, it's like you're taking me outside of earth and having me to look at it on the outside and see everything in it is. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. You're answering so many questions. Even when it comes to Jonah in the belly of a well. Now, go to the location where Jonah was. You would know what type of well it was. Whether it was a sperm well, a blue well, or orca, or bino well. Blue wells are in that area. So he was in the belly of a blue well. That's the largest well. And I got a phone call. Got what was I saying, God? What was I saying? No, okay, Jonah. Thank you. That's the largest well. And you say it was a female well. You're saying to me that's the most. I mean, they're more dominant than the male wells. The females are more aggressive. So you put this man in a belly of an aggressive well. Who did not chew them up. They chew up. They don't swallow their food hole. They chew it up. And he swallowed. I mean she swallowed Jonah. There is no light inside of a belly of a well. You made. You caused that well to become pregnant with a human babe. And that's why she had to spit him out and not birth him out because she cannot birth out what's not supposed to be birthed. A well can only bring forth another well. She couldn't push them out. She had to spit him out. Not one part of his body was scratched or anything. Sitting in there for days. And you made it comfortable for him to survive in that environment, in the dark, in the belly of a fish that's swimming around, in the water, carrying that man around, who has a word to give to Nineveh. Great are your works. 
that's, that will had no idea I'm about to encounter a man. I'm about to swallow a man for purpose. And you chose the most aggressive whale, the largest whale. That's the largest animal, period. Sea animal. Land animal is an elephant. It weighed how many tons? My God. Swimming around for days, carrying this man on the inside. And the wheel just going around, not even know what's actually going on here. I just swallow something that I don't normally swallow. I'm not even able to digest this man. I'm not even able to chew up this man. This man is sitting on the inside of me. I got to get this man out. When the time you had that well to cough him out, she threw him up. She threw him up. And he ended up where he was supposed to be. Hallelujah. How many times or how many wonderful works you do to gain our attention, to turn back around and finish what you started because you promised it. And many of the times it takes a scare for us to be aware that is you. I should have died. I'm supposed to be in that accident and I disposed to happen, but that didn't happen. So I know that God kept me because the glory belongs only to you. So every good thing comes from above. So if I survived that terrible, tragic incident, I know it was for the glory. Hallelujah. I want to really bring that to pass in like a, a short film of what it's actually like for that whale to come in contact with Jonah. And what happened those days while Jonah was in there, sitting there. That whale is long enough for him to lie there. He wasn't balled up. He had plenty of room. If you look inside the belly of a well filled with acids and all types of fluids, and yet you made it comfortable for him to survive, still be able to breathe, still pray, and thinking while he's in there, I should have just listened. If you spare me out of this, I will go anymore. I will do whatever you ask of me. Just get me out of this unfamiliar place. Matter of fact, wait a second. I'm in the belly of a whale. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I'm in the belly of a whale, you're telling me? Is that what's going on here? You will bring us to a place where we got to recognize it's only God. Only God can do this. See, in the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, you had to show forth your mighty works in order to know it is you. That's why you show up so much miraculously. There's no bread literally falling from the kingdom to feed us. 
but you have given us day bread. Come on, God. Come on, God. Of life that you can eat and never go hungry again. And what does it mean to go hungry again? Never to go without information, without the energy, without a relationship, without the awareness of knowing who you are, without not being able to recognize, without not being able to be aware or remember who you are. We've been given the ability to not even have to be in that state anymore. Now imagine that when he got through, when Will threw him up. Visionizing that encounter, the Will throwing him up. Then all of a sudden, this man ended up in Nineveh and began to declare the gospel, but no one knows where he just came from. God. Where he just came from. If he would have said something, they wouldn't have believed that. Do you know I was in the belly of a whale? I just came from the belly of a whale for a couple of days. You hear me? My life is not the same anymore. I don't even know. Hey, I would never just obey his voice again. I am not the same anymore. After what I just encountered, I am not the same anymore. Having a visitation from Christ alone, I am not the same anymore. Looking upon the hills which come at my help, and my help come from the Lord. I'm not the same anymore. Know that God is with me. Know that God is before me. Who could be against me? I'm not the same anymore. I will always have. I'm not the same anymore. I will not forget God's benefits. I'm not the same anymore. I've been brought back. I'm not the same anymore. Now I'm taken back. I'm not the same anymore. I renew my mind. I'm not the same anymore. The old is behind me. I'm not the same anymore. After what I just encountered. Sometimes, God, you tell us things over and over again. And you put us in situations for us to look up to you. And we still could be stubborn at times. Knowing it's you. But just not ready to stop what we want to do. Have a special member that's dear to me. Who almost od And was brought back from being unconscious due to an overdose. And it happens regularly. And as God saying, I am sparing you to this member of mine. And a person get up every time and go back and do the same thing over and over again. Not recognizing it's the hand of God upon your life. It's God trying to get your attention. Stop what you're doing. You are purpose to be here. Even though after a storm, the years back to you, but the years still increase with number. You cannot go back to 25 anymore. You cannot go back to 55 anymore. You will go only up in the sense of a number, but I can restore things back because of the past due to the covenant. <sighs> Tell 
Taking God 50 years to tell a woman, you can have this man. Now you're able to hear 50 years later. Now you probably in your 60s or in your 50s. And you probably feel like I'm supposed to have a child by now. But if you recognize all the signs that are before you, Jesus Christ. Many women are saying right now, I can hear in their hearts, God, I'm in my 40s, I'm in my 50s, I don't look right carrying a child around. But had you looked at the signs, if I can tell this woman that who her husband is, why can I not tell you? I'm able, I'm willing, I'm available, but you're not. Jesus Christ. God, I want a financial increase so I can go out and minister your gospel. But you don't even show where you are. <laughs> I'm giving you the signs by sending people there to release the wonders upon your life due to the miracles that's on your life. But you keep ignoring the signs. You don't have the miracles first. It's the signs. Signs are always first. Signs are always present. Signs are always around you. Are you paying attention, say of God? You wake up to signs. You walk around with signs. You sleep with signs. Wake up to signs. All the day long, there are signs, 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 signs. And when you receive the signs, then goes the miracles. But we say miracles, signs, and wonders. No, they are signs first. Then goes the miracles. God is really putting the word back to where it belongs. That is jubilee. Put it back to its original state. Because it was said miracles, signs, and wonders. But God says it's signs, miracles, and wonders. Hallelujah. He putting his word back to where it belongs. Can't no man tell me, can't no man tell me, and I the one who wrote it, say, God, I'll put my word back to where it belongs. I am the one in control. I am the one who control you. I'm the one who wake you up in the morning, lie you down at night, cause you to even chew the food that you swallow, blink the eyes that you have. Listen with the ears that you have. Limbs moving according to my grace. Not because of any of you. It's all because of me, say of God. Never forget, I'm the one who brought you out of Egypt. No matter if you've been born in Washington, no matter if you were born in China, as a descendant, you were in Egypt. If you weren't in Egypt, then you are not a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. God, thank you for this time. I gotta go somewhere. I know you're not done yet. Oh God, on my way to Walmart, God. Oh God, Jesus. Woo, God. Oh God. Oh God. Mosa shakandi ala mosi ah beta beta the second beta the second tour the second tour. Is oral. The first one is written. Jesus. 
So when you see when your eyes is on paper and then you confess out your mouth and then it is so you said it with your eyes and then you saw it. But it was always written down before you even said anything. It's just about everything being written. Now we just saying what's written down. What's written down? Yes, Father. My God. Please keep me standing up when I go out this house. Please, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I just feel like giving a praise. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jesus. The greater are you, God, who's in us than he who is in the world. Yes, God. Yes, I love you. I love you too. I love you too. Oh, God. God.